Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast brought to you by your hosts, David and Seth. Hello. What's up, man? How's it going? Uh, pretty good. I actually, right before you started, I sort of zoned out, and then when you said hi, I freaked out because I <laughs> I, I was worried I wasn't going to get the uh, window up in time. <laughs> so you got it in but the I recording? Good. Yeah, we're all good. Good, good. Uh, we're very ready and professional here at Suplex of Sticks. Um, of course. Yeah, always. Um, so we do have to get some official business out of the way really quick. Uh, yesterday, we, we did not record the podcast because me uh, and yeah. Seth were playing Mario Tennis against each other. And mm, he proceeded to annihilate me. As I said I would. Precisely. To you beforehand. Yes. I like to talk a big game and then completely underwhelm. So it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of it was kind of uh, disappointing, honestly. I was hoping for a... I mean, give a me... A little bit, little bit more from you. Give me another month with the game because I... I mean, we'll talk about what I've been playing, but I, I definitely did not give the attention to Mario Tennis that it deserved this past week. So I, I... I don't know about a month. A month. It's been out a week. You're talking about a month. It's It's been out six days. Don't give it the full week yet. Hold up. That, that's also... It's We were... So last weekend was my birthday. So we... Def, I didn't have a lot mm-hmm. of time to stop and play video games. Because I was driving to Orlando to see Seth. And... Um, Doing a lot of stuff, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think if we would have played against each other Saturday, we would have been on a much more even playing field. But. Uh, no, I still would have smoked you. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's not. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even be close. Frankly. So. Just. Just being honest. Um. I. I. So we can lead that straight into what we're playing. Um. I am playing Mario Tennis on the side. I'm enjoying it. I don't. I am about to get the second gem. You're kind of like Thanos in this game, except you're Mario, and you're collecting these power gems. So, I mean, that's what you're doing. The storyline has like this really weird, uh, very detailed reason why you're doing this. Um, set up in the beginning. I can't remember all of it, but yeah. So I'm enjoying that. I don't have too much to say on it. I'm sure Seth will. But it's it's definitely a fun game, and playing it against Seth was good because I haven't played any of the modes where you play as other characters yet. So that was kind of neat to see the other characters like Trick Shots and stuff like that and figure them out. But what I have been... Yep. What, go ahead. I, was, I just said, yeah. Oh. So what I have been playing this week is Hollow Knight. Which, that game is super fun. I know I talked about it on the podcast last week that I was going to play it more, and I did. I figured out some things, because the game doesn't inherently tell you things. Which is good and bad. I love it, and I also hate it. <laughs> um, but you you are this little bug, and you're going through this 
it's not haunted, but it's just a, a dystopian kingdom that I guess used to be much better than it is now. And you you in, you interact with these interesting characters that are all very cute looking, or very you know disturbing looking, <laughs> depending on how you view it. And it's it's just a really good Metroidvania progress system game where you have to explore, and it has uh, some very interesting. Not everything needs to be compared to Dark Souls, and I'm sure you read that on the internet a lot. But when you die you lose all your money and the money is how you get things of course uh as in most games and so you have to go back and fight a ghost of yourself to get your money and the game doesn't necessarily explain that so for a long time i was very slowly exploring thinking oh god if i die i'm gonna lose all my money but then i found it out because i ran into my old body they don't tell you this at all. You just have to kind of figure it out. So, um, that was, it's a really fun game and it's very challenging and it reminds me of Celeste in that it's a, it's a game where it's really pushing my buttons, but the game is so good that I don't want to stop playing. And mm -hmm. that is the kind of challenging I like where I recognize the mistakes I made and I can fix them even if the mistakes I make are because I'm stupid and I make them on accident. There's a, there's a very clear cut, oh, I did mess up there. I see why that happened. I missed that pattern or whatever. Which I think is missing from some games now. Maybe uh, in some instances. Uh, probably Mario Tennis. Uh, but <laughs> Seth might be able to elaborate on that a little more. But there's been some things in the story that have frustrated me there. Uh, but I also had a fun little instance where I went to play the Donkey Kong expansion last night. So I could talk about it a little bit. And I got through the intro with all the great music. And apparently one of my attacks knocked one of the rabbits out of the actual map. And so I couldn't fight them. And then the game just shut off. So, so obviously I hit a rabbit out of the map where he wasn't supposed to go. And then the game just broke and went to the main screen. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, oh, no. yeah. So I'm probably going to try that tonight. It, the story didn't take too long to get through. It was only like a little three to five minute cutscene, and it was cute. It's probably skippable. But I got through most of the first battle, which was simple, and then it broke. And I was like, well, I'll just wait. I'm, <laughs> this is a sign for me to go to bed. So, and I did. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, I mean, I know it's another majority of the week where I've played the Switch. But I've played that, and uh, I got into the beta for... Um, Arena of Glory, or no, Arena of Valor, which is Tencent's MOBA, which Tencent owns Riot Games, so I don't know why they're releasing a MOBA to compete with League of Legends, maybe just because it's a mobile version of it, but um, I got into the beta for that, and I played the, the intro before we started doing this, and it definitely is just a phone simple watered down version of a MOBA so I'll 
I can give more impressions by next week, but I don't see it being something I pick up too often, realistically. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Seth. Tell us what you played. I want to hear the the Seth take on Mario Tennis, because I imagine you've beat it already. Well, yeah. Uh, so, as as you say, I have been playing Mario Tennis Aces for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I did uh, proceed to beat the adventure mode. Um, so just to to start off, I, I really like the game. I think there is a lot to like about it. Um, I was sort of uh, forewarned beforehand that um, the kind of hype I had for the, the story mode um, sort of needed to be dampened um, because it's not really a, a true story mode. Um, a, a return to form from from the older mobile Mario Tennis games. Right. It, it it plays out more as like a series of challenges. It's kind of like a, a a very extended tutorial that that teaches you the mechanics and then teaches you how to be good, basically. Um, and so the the issue is that I'm already very good, uh, so I didn't really need all of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but but honestly, I. I, I wouldn't say that the the story was disappointing just because I knew it, what it was going to be and there were some 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 times that it, it legitimately um, challenged me a bit there were there's a couple couple stages uh, very late in the in the story um, that are that took me quite a few tries to do um, but it, it's it's mostly a pretty good time um, uh, and and it does a good job of of, of teaching you how to play. I think, um, but again, and it's not, it's not what I initially was, ho- was kind of told it was going to be, but I got to say the end of the game, when you fight the final boss, oh my God, David, you are going to, the, the music that plays, it is so amazing. It is this, this remix of the, the Bowser uh, battle theme and the Bowser stage theme from uh, Super Mario sixty four like mashed together. What and and like uh, poured through the filter of Golden Sun battle music. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, it's it's. I remember when I was first in this boss fight, like it was just kind of going in the background, and I was focusing on on beating uh, the boss, and I didn't like notice it. And then at some point, I was like, "Wait a minute! I know." I know this this melody, and then it turns out that's what it was from, and I and it just made the the final sequence uh, so even cooler. Um, so yeah, that, it definitely, uh, despite what what like reservations I had about the the story mode, it ended on on such a high note that I couldn't I couldn't even be mad at it. Um, that makes me real happy. And yeah, and I mean it, you know, it's it's a tennis game. They they sort of give you the, the a, a base level of of an RPG system like you get experience and there's stats that level up but it it doesn't really seem to have any noticeable effect on your actual play in the game so at, at some point I wondered if if it was all just kind of for show and that you weren't actually changing anything about how Mario plays so I don't know but um Certainly, the majority of time that I have spent in Mario Tennis Aces is 
the online tournament mode playing against other people. Um, uh, first, I was very happy to find out that the the input lag issues from the beta are are all gone, and it plays really smoothly. Um, and it is it is so fun to play. Like like we said before, just mechanically the way that they um, like the the classic tennis of it is is really satisfying, and the extra the extra stuff that they've added on top of it, the zone shots and zone speed and and the trick shots that all let you do different things. Um, it, at the beginning, I was worried. Like when I heard about it, it, it seems like they would be um, overpowered within the the system. But they have really they're all they all fit well together, and there's nothing that um, there's no like game breaking thing that you can do that makes you win. It even with all that stuff, it mostly comes down to to skill level. Um, that said, I have probably I've raged so many times playing this game online uh, at, over stuff that uh, I it, at, immediately when it happens, I feel like it's so unfair and that I hate it so much. I have thrown my controller multiple times. <laughs> um, it is frankly like it's dangerous for me to be playing this game in handheld mode uh, because if something something could happen and I would be without a switch wait, uh, after w- the end. Wait of that. till September. Um, wait. Just don't play it in handheld till September when you can back up your saves. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's it, it's a struggle. Um, but yeah, so I like I absolutely love playing it. Um, and while there is a tournament going on, so so there are some reservations because, like with any Nintendo game that is that is online heavy, there are these weird um these weird things that they just decided not to put in the game for some reason so the like the the main online competition is the tournament mode um and it but it's only like it's it only happens in cycles um so it's kind of like you know some of the stuff in splatoon so Right now, there's there's a tournament going on until um, the end of June, and then there will be one at some point in July. But they they don't last like the whole month. Right. So outside of that, the only way like you can play someone um, online that uh, that you don't know is 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 in like um, this the, the kind of tiebreaker format where it's basically first to seven points. Um, and even outside of that, you don't really have control over the matches all that much. Like, there's no... As far as I can tell, you can only play, like, one set matches. I don't... Like, I have I have found zero way to increase it to, like, say... To play, say, a three or a five set match. That's weird. Um, yeah, and, and, and even in, like, local play, much less online play... Um, which which is very frustrating because that's sort of you you get to experience little glimpses of it in the tournament mode, but kind of the fun of of tennis is is it, it's it's a long process because you figure out what works and then you get to the opponent adjust to what you're doing and then you get to adjust and so I think a a, a lot of my my rage in the tournament mode has come from that. It's like like I feel that the game 
they end so quickly before I've got a chance to like feel out what's going on, and I feel like like Dennis on the the Family Fight episode of Always Sunny, where at the end he's like, "This doesn't represent me. It doesn't. It doesn't represent me." It's happened to me so many times. Um, and God, there it, it's insane. The first day that I got on, there's like a, a score system based on how many wins you have. Um, and there are people that went had like 60,000 points on the first day, which equates to like 100 wins. What? And I don't, need, I don't know how... Yeah, I don't understand how... I actually went up against one of the guys um, who was at the top of the... Not the top, but near the top of the the, the leaderboards, and he he was very good. Then that was that was, but there were times I was just like, uh, where I was this close. I don't know, but so yeah. There's also it's weird. Like you can't you can't choose what stage you want to play on. Um, there there's a system that you you can choose which stages you don't want to play on. And then it randomly selects from a list. So if you want to play a specific stage, you have to go in before you set up an online uh, like lobby and t- get rid of all the stages that you don't want to play. Um, it's it's very strange that it it's not like a full bodied experience. There's just these weird spots where you think a feature should be there and it isn't. Um, so it's 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 kind of strange. Um, it it seems like something that they could easily fix at some point, right? Just like provide you an option to do this stuff. Um, so like I have some withholdings about it, but they haven't really come up because I've been able to play in tournament mode. And so at the end of like when July starts, it is probably going to I might have a different opinion of the game because I won't be able to play it in the same way. Um, but right now it's, it's, it's a, it's a great game. I, I wish, like, I, I, I wish that the, the story mode was, was more, um, I, I miss some of the, the features of, of other games, like in, uh, in, in the 3DS game, which you and I played a lot. Um, yeah, there, like you could, you could create your own me or use your own me in the game and, and, um, give them different equipment that gave them different stats and so there was there was in that game there was that that was a sort of um continuing thing uh that to to keep you and and it really it integrated really well with the street pass system which is one of the things that i i greatly regret the 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 switch not having um but there's there's like nothing like that in this um which is kind of disappointing. So there's only the characters that are on there, and there's and there's no way to to like change the way any of them play. Um, they are they are going to be releasing new characters in in the following months. There are some characters in the the story mode that you play against, but you can't play as. Um, and and the, the the releases are apparently going to be locked to play. You have to play in the tournament um, to get them. Which is, I guess, which is the same as the uh, Mario costume that you got from the pre-release tournament, right? Um, so it's just, you know, it's it's kind of the that sort of typical Nintendo experience that you're getting with a an online-centric game where 
in the future, it'll probably be a lot more of a robust title, um, probably in terms of like stages that you can play as and and characters, and hopefully just like regular baseline menu options. There will be more of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and, and it's kind of disappointing that it's not there when the game is released. Um, but all that said, I. I still absolutely love the game. Like it, it is such a joy to play this stuff, um, and and to get these rallies going, and you're and you're hitting these different kind of power shots, and then you go into to zone speed, like a zone shot to try and get your get the other person off balance, and they counter with like a, a trick shot, right? Which I absolutely I absolutely hate trick shots. <laughs> um, they are if there is a thing in the game that I feel is broken, it is that. Um, and and mostly like the backwards trick shot because uh, it it was it was a lot more in the the pre-release tournament. I think they were a lot more overpowered, um, but there it 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 just seems like sort of counterintuitive to me to incentivize you going you like letting a shot go by you to use a trick shot to because it gives you more like power meter so you can use your special moves. Um, so if there, if there is one, like, criticism I have with the actual tennis gameplay, it would be that maybe those need to be toned down a bit. Um, but, I, but it, it's, it's mostly, like, a perfect kind of arcade tennis experience to me when you're in the actual matches. Um, because all the other, all the other stuff around it sort of goes away and you just get to, you get to get in the zone, which I absolutely love. Um, it's... It's a good game. Um, it's definitely probably the best game, the best Mario Tennis game since since uh, the GameCube game. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Camelot does next. I think if there was ever a time for them to revisit Golden Sun, it would be now that they have some kind of positive momentum. Uh, though I doubt that'll ever happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I would have to say that even though I have some, you know stuff that i don't appreciate in the game it is 100 percent suplex certified for me uh this is definitely a game that i would endorse people getting because it's just so fun to play and i've actually i've been able to play it um locally with some with some of my friends um like against each other and you can also like team up and and do doubles online which is and it's really fun um yeah so it's it is of course it's of course it's a multiplayer centric game um it's better if you have people to play it with. Uh, but me, by, by myself, I've had a blast on it. All right. Um, outside of that, it's been weird. Uh, basically, I have kind of supplemented all my other game playing with uh, watching uh, SGDQ <laughs> um, and watching watching those in- incredible speed runs. I probably watched it more this year than I have ever before. Um, and it's... it's it's one thing like I I don't on on the one hand I sort of don't understand the the kind of the the culture of, of watching people play on Twitch. Although I have done it like I, I understand it more now. Um but with spe- with speedruns is a whole different thing because the games they they play are, are entirely different from when, from playing them casually and it's really fun to watch. And they and they provide really great commentary about about how that stuff is, um, yeah and and yeah that's kind of taken 
taking place of all my regular game playing. I, in fact, uh, earlier today, my brother wanted to play The Division with me. Uh, and since I have not been playing it, he's way, way past leveling in me uh, <laughs> because I've been watching GDQ. Um, but yeah, definitely, that's one thing that people should check out. It's super fun. It's uh, benefiting Doctors Without Borders. It's a great cause, great time. Last night I, I, I watched the... Uh, they had uh, the number one and number two Celeste speedrunners um, in the game doing a race, and it was just... It was it was incredible. They had the like three of the developers of the game on the couch commentating about it. It was really really fun to watch, um, and it just reminded me how made me remember how great of a game Celeste was. Like that that game's so good, yeah. and the soundtrack is so good. It, if you haven't played that game, you need to go play it. Yeah, for real. Uh, it's probably on sale on Steam for the summer sale, so you have no excuse. Go play it right now. I I, I fully endorse that too, and. Like like Seth said, there's a lot of cool stuff that comes out of there. Apparently, the the speed run was nuts the other day. They finished it in under like thirty minutes, which it took me almost thirty. Yeah, I minutes think to I think it was like a levels. sub so sub thirty three, and they only ended they ended up collectively with like forty three deaths. Gosh, um, between the two of them, and the Matt Thorson the. When the lead developer of the game, he he was said beforehand, uh, a casual playthrough, you you rack up a thousand plus deaths. Oh yeah, um, uh, I believe that more so. Yeah. Oh man, it was great, <laughs> great time. And there there are a lot of really other other co- really cool games that have been run. Um, but yeah, it's a really good time. There was a guy who ran Cuphead, and just absolutely annihilated the game. Um, I I can't remember all the other ones, but yeah, it's been really cool. See, you say that you've watched more of it this year than other years, but man, you you always it's impressive. You take time to watch this stream, this event, and uh, what's the winter winter games done quick? Do they do? I know they do two a year. Uh, yeah, it's summer games in the summer, and then awesome games done quick in January. Okay, so it's awesome, not winter. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's always those are both awesome. I've watched them with Seth a couple of times, um, and sadly, I was already falling asleep when he texted me, hey guys, they're about to play Celeste, so that was a bummer, but I got, luckily they put it all online on their YouTube and stuff, so go support that and watch it. How long, are they doing it through this week, or? Yeah, it's all week, um, I'm not sure when it ends, it might end Saturday, uh, but yeah, it's a whole it's a week long event. Last last when I was when I was watching last night, they had raised over seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think the the previous one they went over two million, which is cool. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a cool deal. I'm excited to watch more of it. Yeah. I have I have in the past like watched plenty of it, but usually it had just been to, to tune into games that I've been interested interested in. But I kind of have watched uh, pretty consistently from the beginning of this one, even games that I that I didn't really care about. Yeah, I love. But of course, it is. It's like a it's like a twenty four hour thing. So there, a lot of it I'm, I'm sleeping for <laughs> when it happens. I I personally don't believe that you ever sleep, but that's another matter. Um, I do sleep. How dare you? 
Um, but so I want to uh, do the quick uh, promo. Uh, go ahead and uh, stop what you're doing. If you want, like the page, Facebook at Suplex the Sticks, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And share this episode with your friends, please. We appreciate it. We see the numbers. People are starting to listen. It's awesome. We super appreciate it. Um, just spread the good word and make sure more people listen. Um, we're not mm -hmm. benefiting monetarily from this. We do it for fun. And uh, I partially do it because I miss recommending games and talking to people about games when I worked at GameStop. So mm -hmm. I figured that mm -hmm. out today while I was at GameStop and one of the employees was too busy to answer a question about 3DS games. And I talked to this person for like 10 minutes about why they should get Kingdom Hearts 3DS. So <laughs> it was a good conversation and it made me realize, yeah. huh, maybe that's why I do the podcast because I kind of miss that. All the other stuff was awful. Don't That's a bad corporation, but... It creates uh, good friendships. You meet good people. Um, but yeah, so share it. Uh, interact with us. You can message us on Facebook anytime. Leave comments on there. Um, and we will answer them. I mean, we're both connected to it, so we're there. Tweet us, at Sticks, all the good stuff. Do it. I dare you to do it. Yeah, you won't do it. So Do it. Um so we can jump into the news. The, once again, there's still this small drought of news. Um, nothing too huge is going on that is super exciting. Um, but they did announce today that Showtime picked up the Halo TV series uh, for 10 mm -hmm. episodes, which is really cool and exciting. Um, Seth, did you watch the last live-action Halo thing they did, which was for the channel on Xbox? Um, maybe. I recall watching something that had <laughs> Halo in it. Um, so I did watch it. I have the Blu-ray if you ever want to. Um, is that the thing with, like, the recruit or something? I don't know. Yeah, the uh, it's the guy. I'm pretty sure he went on to be Luke Cage. Um, huh. But yeah, it's um, it was that show. It was I can't remember the exact name of it. I feel really bad about that, but I own it and I enjoyed it. Um, but what can you do? Uh, so, I hope the show is about Reach. Oh, that'd be so good. I, I don't be, think it but would that would be, be cool. If it was about Reach, I would... Yeah, it was Halo Nightfall. I'm really glad that it was the guy that became Luke Cage. Um, but yeah, Halo Nightfall, and uh, Master Chief was actually in it. So yeah, uh, watch that. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I would want it to be about Reach, but I also would really like for it to be... No, because technically the other Spartans were on Reach too. the The story of Halo Reach was not the Master Chief story of Reach. Because I remember no, the book. it was not. The book was so good. Did you ever read the Reach book? I did not. I have it, but I have not read it. <laughs> Man, you should. There's sorry. The that. 
the books go into such cool detail about um, how the Spartans um, use a lot of the stuff in the warfare. Like they would grab the jackal shields and use them to deflect lasers and stuff. They really go into a lot of cool detail that the games couldn't do because of technological limitations. So the books are fun to read. I fully recommend that. And I really hope some of those really good storylines like Reach get put into this TV show. Um, It's really exciting to see Halo media being pushed out even though the games aren't. Like with the TV show, they're putting out a new book I saw the other day um, from Buck's point of view. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do... Who's, who's Buck? Uh, Buck was the ODST in the Reach game. Oh, uh, yes. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He was good. Um, and, I, and then he died in, in Destiny. Oh, uh, yeah. Rip. And I would, I, I would like to see, eventually, the, the podcast format show back up. I don't know if you listened to the podcast that they did for Halo 5 that kind of led up yeah to I, I listened to i listened to some of it with uh keegan michael key yeah it was i really enjoyed it and i i mean i'm a i'm a sucker for that universe and i think it's just because i've ingested the books and stuff and i have a little more experience with it than just oh this is a game i play um yeah. there's not many other series i've gone out of my way to read the books uh sorry gears of war your books were not that interesting um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but other than that i got excited and worked up but that's because i love the halo universe i'm sorry um but i am also excited and i know chris and andrea if they're listening they're also excited um that turtle rock the creators of left for dead have announced that they're working on a brand new game in a globally known franchise, they're not—they're mm. not quite ready to announce what franchise that wonder, is. Wonder what it could be. I think it's Z- Zombie Mario game. It's going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, where mm. <laughs> no, I'm just, and I think that only because they love to play make games where you play as a group of people as four, as four people. Yeah. <laughs> so my find something with four people. That'll be it. Yeah. So it'll be based off the new animation style of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it'll be that seems unlikely. Very weird. I think if if they were to do a Ninja Turtles game, it would be, and it's kind of its own thing. Yeah, not based off the animation style of the new game. Um, but that's just me. But there's it's it's limitless to what it could be, because there's so many franchises out there. That are globally known, uh, they couldn't have been yeah. more vague. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm. It's cool to know that they're working on something that we'll know about when they announce it. But also, yeah. Just why, why even? Bring I mean, that it up? could be for all we know in the Overwatch universe. Yeah, exactly. That would be dumb, though. Which I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad about that because there's so much cool lore in that universe. That's true. Like if they were developing a, a multiplayer campaign in Overwatch. Yeah, because wasn't uh, like Reaper or Reaver and Sombra and them like all in a Blackwater something or like something? That. Yeah, they were yeah. in a secret organization, and so that would be kind of neat if they did anything like that. But I think Blizzard's keeping that close to the vest. They, I think they, they really like doing their events and their small little 
you know, content releases that explore the backstory, which is very extensive yeah. um, and impressive. So speaking of Overwatch, uh, they announced a new character today, which was mm-hmm. Wrecking Ball, a very... A.K.A. Hamtaro. <laughs> yeah, Hamtaro. Um, it's just a hamster in a giant diva-esque robot suit. Hamster wheel. That turns into a ball. I mean, suit... Yeah, suit is a little bit of a stretch. It's it's a hamster wheel. Like a big metal hamster wheel with guns that come out. Yeah, and I'm... I know that the internet has been very mixed on their reaction to this, but as a casual fan of Overwatch, um, it's been nearly about time that they just do a character that is a small animal in a big robot suit. I feel like this game kind of lends itself to that, and they've finally mm-hmm. leaned into it. And, I mean, they have a giant talking gorilla, so they might as well have a cute hamster in a giant robot suit. Yeah, why not? So, um, it's really... <laughs> the gameplay for it looks really neat. Um, I watched some gameplay before we started recording, and you, like, roll around the map to get around faster... And you can tether yourself to walls so you can swing yourself up on ledges. It mm-hmm. it looks bonkers. I don't know how this isn't going to break maps, but it's going to. Like, <laughs> it's it looks really fun. And it um, the vi- the gameplay I saw had five people on, are all the people on the same team as this character, and they were mm-hmm. just rolling out like little transformers. Kind of it was neat. I liked it. Um, let's see. Did you have any news, Seth? Before I keep ham fisting this. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess the the kind of biggest thing today there was a report that uh, Google. Did you see this? That Google is looking into getting into uh, the game and industry in a big way, like they, with like a multi pronged approach. Um, with a uh, a device that will stream games, um, like a, a sort of part one of the the pitch in the article um, was that imagine playing The Witcher three in a, in a Chrome tab, um, yeah. and yeah, and that they are that. also they're also thinking about having like a, a dedicated hardware system, and and also um, that they. We're looking at acquiring development studios to, to work on games. Um, apparently, they were at E3 judging or, or like gauging interest from different developers about it. Um, so yeah, it's it's it would if there was ever a, a company that would have the ability to kind of break into it, uh, I think it would be Google. It it kind of it it seems similar to when Microsoft just kind of decided that they wanted to, to jump into the game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. The, the, the article, um, it's on Kotaku. It's by uh, Jason Schreier. Um, you know, he, he makes sure to, to, to preface this all with, like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. There's, there's constantly been rumors about Google doing new initiatives like this and then they're just sort of petering out. Um, but it, it's it, it is interesting. I think they could do it if they wanted to do it, uh, and if they, uh, they really put a, a, a lot of 
th money into it, and they basically have infinite money to put into it. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. It, it's very intriguing. So I definitely think this is especially more viable now um, with Microsoft having those weird um, insinuations that they're going to they're looking into streaming to multiple different types of devices, the games. And same with mm -hmm. EA mentioning during their press conference that they're going to be doing, I mean, on a small scale, streaming, stuff like this. It definitely lines up with some of the initiatives that were hinted at during E3 as to the future of what gaming is going to be, um, mm -hmm. which is probably going to be some PlayStation Now-esque game pass type thing where you netflix games essentially or you pay for the right to stream it and it's it just gets sent to your box i mean i i don't have a huge issue with this um especially more so now than i like less so now than i used to but it uh, i mm -hmm. can see there being a lot of pushback from the general consumer uh for this but um, I think it's neat, and I, I mean, I, I look forward to seeing it. Um, the Switch has definitely made me appreciate digital games a lot more because I don't have to switch out a cartridge when it's mm -hmm. all the way on the other side of the room. And so I'm like, man, I just wish I had this digital so I could just switch over to it real quick instead of having to take yeah. it out and do all this. So... I don't know. It's it's interesting. I I'm I'm awaiting with bated breath, I guess. I would like to see what it is. Um I don't have anything negative for it. Yeah. But good on Jason Schreier for making sure to put multiple times in there. I did see the report, I didn't read too much into it. Um, but you know, take it as a grain of salt. These companies are always trying to, you know, poke to see what people want mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting i'm excited to see where gaming goes in the next five to ten years uh it'll be fun maybe not for some people but for me because um, i i want to be adaptable for it um mm -hmm. so some people that are uh maybe too adaptable uh, there is a lawsuit between Bethesda and Warner Brothers Studios right now because um, Bethesda is accusing Warner Brothers Studios of adapting slash copying their code to make the Westworld mobile game, which uh, if you look at the screenshots uh, before the lawsuit was even official, Kotaku made a post that, about how eerily similar the Westworld game looked and acted like Fallout Shelter. And then, voila, Not I think not 24 hours later, um, there was a lawsuit with them claiming that Warner Brothers had the studio that made this game copy the code or they did it without Warner Brothers knowing, whatever. Mm -hmm. But have you, have you seen the screens at least, Seth? Um... I have looked over them. It definitely is a uh, similar-looking game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I haven't seen it in motion and, and how 
how it how it works, but definitely visually it is it uh, is borrowing quite a bit. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see um, who comes out the victor on this because mm-hmm. I mean it it's it's just crazy that you think you could get away with something like this nowadays, um, and like uh, it's not even the PUBG and Fortnite type thing because that's just a game mode, which. I mean, if you're going to sue someone over a game mode, then who who created Capture the Flag and where's all their lawsuits? Yeah. Um, yeah. But the this is literally just it looks the same, it plays the same. It's uh, yeah, it's rough. I don't I don't know how you don't get in trouble for that, um, which they probably will. So that's that's interesting. Um, and then my last piece of news is, uh, that marketing is funny and I like marketing and I'm a sucker for good marketing and Sony is really taking the brunt of Microsoft and Nintendo right now with Microsoft and Nintendo teaming up to actually make ads to point out that you can play with your friends on both of these consoles on their platforms with Minecraft and Rocket League and Fortnite and you're not able to play you they don't say explicitly you're not able to play with Sony people but they say that these games are better together and you build together and you survive together and it's I really love it it's very cheeky and they have both of their logos next to each other at the end of the commercial and I just think it's funny. Have you you've seen these, right, Seth? Yeah. So this was a thing that came out. I think it, it was like either the night after or the day, the next day after the last week's episode. Uh, we were both really mad we couldn't talk about it, but it it's pretty cool um, seeing because it's just this thing that never really happens, uh, and I don't think it has happened before that you will see. Two of two like major competitors in the market, um, sponsoring each other in an ad. Basically, uh, it's so weird, and it's it's this is coolest thing. I, I hope I hope it continues because it's really cool. Um, I don't know how much like I, I think this could only happen with Nintendo and another company. I don't think that Sony and Microsoft would ever uh, join together in an ad like this. Um, but Nintendo kind of sits in a, in a in a different place within the market that I think it's possible. But it, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, hopefully it 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 leads to uh, a certain Baron Bird in a certain uh, fighting franchise later on in the year. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I would love to see Banjo and Smash. I want that. Um, so I did see. I only saw the headlines, so I don't want to ape too much of their content. But what do you think about Smash and this idea that it should have a tournament mode, like uh, like Mario Tennis, like with all the, with the fact that they have so many characters, like do you think they sh- they should have a tournament online mode? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, it it works. It it, it creates an a 
I think it's a an effective way of doing online matching, um, because like the the longer of a streak that, of wins you're able to get, you're going to be playing against better people. Right. Um, I don't I don't know why they wouldn't have one. Uh, it will. It's again. It's it's a crapshoot with uh, Nintendo and online games. What it's going to be. The only thing I really want in it is a mode where you can use different characters for each of your stocks. Um, they sort of had this in Smash Run, or uh, not Smash Run. What was the the weird Smash board game thing in, in Smash for Wii U? At oh the end, you, you get. Um, but I I really wish that they would have like that as an actual mode. There's a lot of things that I wish that the Smash is gonna have. That would be such a uh, cool mode. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm all in, and especially if you chose random at the beginning, you just get mm-hmm. five random characters. Yeah, it'd be super cool. And especially if they if they brought that into competitive, that would that would be interesting. Well. I mean, they did say that there's modes and things about this game that have not been announced yet, so we might. Oh yeah, it. I don't, I don't doubt it. I'm sure there's, uh, because we know nothing about like um, what kind of stuff there is is going to be like the ancillary stuff because there's there's been in each of the Smash games, um, the sort of weird, different like the non-fighting stuff. I mean, it all involves fighting, but. There's some there are there's always been modes that have sort of window dressing around that, and I'm sure they uh, there's definitely going to be some some new ones in this one. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to it. I'm I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of every week guessing what characters we want in Smash, so we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at at some point we'll put together like a little. A list, because there's it's different what you think is going to be in it and what you want to be in it. Um, right. At some point, we'll we'll get into it. Not right now, though. So yeah, not right now. Um, once again, uh, did you have any more news, Seth? I I, I, I don't. No, but you. I before we. Bef- no, I didn't have anything. But before we go, I just wanted to. We forgot about it last week. Um, but we have been doing this podcast for a year now. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it it's not episode 52 yet, but we did we took some we took some weeks off and we doubled up in some kind of weeks. But it, it has been about a calendar year uh, since they recorded episode 0 um, and then episode 1 that I was finally in in the following week. Um, what, what? so yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Which you made us name what? it episode zero because you weren't on it yet. Yeah, I yeah, that. I know that. <laughs> so this might be a, a week, like an actual year from my debut. Um, but yeah, it's it's super cool that we've been able to do this for so long, um, and for all the the people who have listened to, to us from the beginning. Um, I still I don't know. Like, it, it's always kind of surprising some of the people I I. I like I meet my friends who who have listened to it, um, and it's also weird when people when I bring it up and people have no idea when I know for a fact I've told them about it. Um, uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> call it's them really out cool now to, to be able to by name. It's been really cool to be able to do this, um, and I hope that we get to keep doing it in the future. Uh, keep getting more more listens, uh, 
and eventually take over the world. Yeah, that's that's the end goal of this. Uh, whether or not people mm. know it is for us to actually um, rule the world. I mean, they know it now. They know it now. Yeah, and, and we will not settle for the, the gaming industry. It's genuinely the yeah. world. So Talking about the whole world. <laughs> um, Everything that everyone does, complete totalitarianism. That's what we want. Controlled by us. But yeah, I, I share the sentiment that, that Seth said. It's been the... This is actually now, I'm pretty sure, the longest-running podcast I've ever been on. Um, I, I mean, I've dabbled before. Nothing... Also, I'm pretty sure it's the longest-running podcast. Yeah, maybe. Just of, of all time. That we, we, We're not going to check the facts just because we know it's yeah, true. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. There's no need. But I just looked. The first post was actually June 22nd, 2017. So this is actually... The first episode of the birthday of our podcast. So, which oddly go. enough, we recorded, I believe, episode zero on my birthday. So, nice. I mean, just some pre, you know, some suplex history. Because it posted June 22nd, which I'm pretty sure I posted it that night, like at midnight. Because Chris and Andrea love to be up late. Um so yeah, it's I I really like doing podcasts. I really like hanging out with Seth and I um I do this because I have this innate need uh for other people to hear my opinion and I <laughs> I Yeah, that's true. I like for it to either be validated or argued um whether or not mm-hmm, sharing mm-hmm. my opinion gives me anxiety. So it just is what it's a it's a big mess, <laughs> but I love doing it, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so please keep listening. Bear with us. We're always learning new things. Um, uh, starting right about now, you'll hear the music fade in slowly because I've learned how to do that on GarageBand, and we will uh, listen. We will not listen to you next week. You will listen to us next week. Uh, we might listen to you next week. You never know. Yeah, we could turn the tables. <laughs> Just have a, have a, have a bunch of random recordings of the people who listen to us. Yeah. Um, so give us messages, all that good stuff, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.